Greetings, this is Shane Ross, and this is the Edit Podcast, episode 33, Credit. The Edit is sponsored by Blackmagic Design, maker of the DeckLink HD Extreme 3D. If you're outputting to a deck, you'll need a sync generator, and the Blackmagic Design Mini Converter Sync Generator is perfect for small studios and outside broadcasts. It includes six crystal stabilized video reference outputs. Perfect for referencing all the video equipment in your studio in either high definition, tri-sync, or standard definition. And only $295 to boot. Blackmagic Design's Mini Converter Sync Generator. Blackmagic-Design.com You know those things you see at the end of TV shows and movies? The credits? It's the list of names of the people that worked on a show or the film that you just saw. The thing that most people ignore or that go by so fast that no human being could possibly read them. So no wonder people ignore them. Well, not everyone. There are a few people who sit in a theater and watch every last one. Out of respect for the people who worked on the film, I assume, or looking for someone they know. That was my reason for doing that, when I still sat through the credits. Although now there are special scenes at the end of the credits, forcing us to stay in our seats. Why are they there? Well, as a way of giving credit to those who worked on a film. Thus, credits. Acknowledgement to those who worked really hard to make the thing you just watched. It wasn't just the producer or director that did this, the names that you see in the movie poster. No, everyone pitched in, so everyone gets credit. If you watched a really old movie, you know, the ones without any color, you might notice that the credits on those are a lot smaller than the ones you see today. Is it because a lot fewer people worked on the films and TV shows back then? Well, I'll wager that's true. But it's also because back then they only credited the department heads. Later, after much bargaining with the unions, more and more people were added. You won't see a full list of credits on every show. There are some networks, like National Geographic, for example, that only list six credits at the head of the show, and nothing at the end. For a full list, you need to go to their website. Now that bothers me a little, because I want my name on screen. Why? Well, when my grandmother watches a show that I worked on and sees my name, she can go, my grandson worked on that. And she actually did for the first show I edited. She watched it, then sat through the credits, saw my name for like one second. But she saw it, and she felt proud. I felt proud. My name is on a project I work on, and people can see that. Because nowadays when you put something on your resume, a lot of producers I know will double-check with imdb.com to see if, in fact, you did work on that show. If your name isn't there, that might raise suspicions, and you might not get hired. Recently, I searched imdb.com for a show I worked on. IMDB is the Internet Movie Database. It contains the show credits for nearly every show or movie made. Well, as long as someone submits a credit list to them. It now has become the resource people use to see who worked on what. So I was searching IMDB for a show I worked on because I was updating my resume, and I forgot the name of the production company I had online to show for. So I looked for the show and found it, looked at the credits, and nope, my name wasn't there. Another person was listed as the online editor. Now, it was the normal online editor that worked with the company. I was just hired to online the show while he took a much-needed vacation. So I emailed the producer, he apologized profusely for the mistake, and fixed it right away. Was this the first time I was uncredited? No, this happens quite a bit. Unfortunately, this happened on the very first movie I worked on as well. I was the apprentice editor on U-Turn, an Oliver Stone film. When I landed the job, I told all of my film school chums I worked on it. Because it was a pretty big deal to land this right out of film school. So the movie comes out, I watch it with my wife, and I sit through the credits at the end, this time being able to recognize nearly every name on the screen. This time being able to recognize nearly every name on the screen. The names go by, and I look and look and don't see my name. In fact, I realized I don't see the names of several people that I know worked on a film. I was devastated, to say the least. 
I sat there, unable to move. My first film, and I didn't get a credit. My dad called me. He said that he sat through the movie twice so that he could look for my name again, but he didn't see it. A couple of my film school buddies contacted me and accused me of lying, making up stories and trying to show off or something. They didn't talk to me again. Pretty pity them if you ask me. But still, even my dad was disappointed that he didn't see my name. I contacted the union about this. Why wasn't my name listed? They replied that they're only contractually obligated to add certain crew names. Not all of them were required, including my position. A few years later, I ran into the accountant of U-Turn. He happened to be an accountant on another film I worked on. I mentioned this to him, and he nodded knowingly. Yeah, I'm very sorry about that, he said. We had to leave off about 40 names because the movie was really over budget. Now, I was confused by that. How did that affect who was credited? He replied that the more names you have, the longer the credits are, and the longer they appear on screen. And the longer they are on screen, the more films required to show them. And with 3,000 prints going out to theaters, not adding those 40 names saved the production more than a few dollars. And they pinched every penny they could, so I wasn't credited. But I am listed in IMDb as the apprentice editor. It seems to be the best place to look on who worked on what lately. And that is good enough for me. Okay, that does it for this show. Please join me next time for a story from The Edit Bay. Mm-hmm.